Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. Today we have Marie Zimmerman from the Hillside Festival joining us. And Marie is one of our presenters at our conference in Richmond Hill, February 25th, 26th and 27th. Welcome to FIO on the Air, Marie. Thanks so much. Back in September, uh, we had a, a note come across our desk and, and it just floored all of us in the office about you becoming um, a zero footprint. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Well, um, we uh, have been an organization uh, devoted to environmentalism right from the very beginning and we're entering our 37th year. And um so we've always had uh, a care of the land as one of our top priorities, and so uh, we've always been introducing green initiatives. And um, so our goal has been to keep our footprint as low as possible. But um, in the last um, five or six years, we decided that we would actually measure what our carbon footprint is in all aspects of the festival, uh, see what it was, and then once you get the baseline measure, see how uh, how much you can reduce that with other green initiatives. And um, the idea was to do a kind of audit of the festival, a very careful one, and then um, determine uh, okay, you know, where are the where are the areas that we really need to work on, and what can we do to reduce our our footprint even further. So we got it down as low as possible, and uh, and then we offset the remaining. And, and that is just a, an unbelievable achievement. And, and like you say, environmental has been one of the key issues. And I know at Festival Events Ontario, we've recognized your organizations many times because if anybody... If any event or festival is serious about getting into environmental issues, you guys are a must-call because you do it right and you've always done it right. Well, thank you. I mean, uh, um, it's really interesting that we're getting applause for this because, of course, when we first um, introduced a lot of our our measures, people thought that they were weird. And... um, so, uh, and so, you know, we uh, we haven't really um, uh, sort of broadcast and championed uh, what it is that we do because when people were saying, you know, over 20 years ago, um, you know, are you sure it's hygienic that uh, we're eating off these dishes that your volunteers are washing and this sort of thing? You kind of, uh, you feel like people aren't celebrating it out there as much as you are. Marie, it... Hillside is a very unique festival because you've been around for 37 years and you've really stuck to your core values over that time. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really interesting. It is very much a grassroots festival still. Um, there were six people who founded it and they were local uh, musicians and environmental advocates, uh, some of whom were activists as well. So right from the start, the vision and the mission of the organization was uh, focused on care of the land as well as uh, care of people and nurturing of uh, creativity. So obviously we're an arts and culture festival and we see that as a way of embracing and enveloping people with um, inspiring stories and and music and and dance, Um, you know, life-affirming activities 
but we also feel that um, there is a direct connection to uh, our love and cherishing of the land. And you guys have a unique property where you host your event every year. Can you talk a little bit about that? It's at Guelph Lake Conservation Area, um, and we're actually on an island with a, a little causeway that goes out uh, to the island. So it's a, it's a very beautiful space, and we work with uh, the conservation area authorities um, to keep it that way. And uh, uh, we also, you know, use the island as a metaphor for the world, too. You know, that it's a finite space, and so... Um, all of our activities on this little planet of an island um, will be registered by the land. So how can we live with all of the creatures and the plant life there in such a way that we don't do any damage? You know, back to your core values again, I know my family has been a huge supporter of the festival and it's their favorite every year. They'll line up hours and hours for tickets and they all have their own specific reason to go. And, you know, I think of my, my son and his thing is your culinary. Um, and and it, it goes right down to that, right? I mean, it's not just mm-hmm. a music festival. No, and I think that that was, you know, just one of the things that we did naturally from the beginning was... Um, tried to bring in uh, people who produced meals, for one thing. Not snacks, and not sugary sweets, and uh, not snow cones and things like that, but but meals, healthy food. Um, You know, preferably using local ingredients, um, organic things, uh, fresh, and that sort of thing. And so, as a result, we um, have tapped into a whole bunch of different small businesses, that do really interesting food. You guys have had a lot of big name acts come through there and and you've introduced a lot of new talent to the Ontario music scene. Um, Yes, I think, you know, that's another thing that we're known for is the artistic programming, sort of, um, you know, tapping into artists just before they break, um, like uh, Broken Social Scene or... um, Feist or Arcade Fire and putting them on our stages um, well before they they make it big. Now, a couple of years ago, you had a festival that sort of gave you a little bit of competition, uh, started up in your in your um, in your zone. And they're not there any longer. And you guys are. What do you what do you think is the success behind your story? I'm not really sure. And it's and it's hard because, you know, you're comparing um, a really large corporate festival to a smaller grassroots festival. So, and I think that uh, for us, any success that we celebrate, um, we always celebrate our volunteers and our people. That um, we're very tapped into our community. So, everybody who uh, raises the island village for the course of the weekend in the summer or um, uh, raises hillside inside in the winter are people who who live around here, who um, subscribe to the vision of the festival and want to donate hard work and their muscle and their brilliant ideas to the creation of the festival. So, you know, we're a not-for-profit charity, so our bottom line is not financial, and I think um, a lot of the big corporate festivals, that is their, their bottom line. They have responsibilities to stakeholders, shareholders, and and uh, our our stakeholders are the people of our community. 
your festival is also very interactive with workshops and, and dance groups and well, and I think, again, that um, proceeds from our vision and mission, which um, uh, is a celebration of creativity. And, and we just believe that, that people are happier um, uh, when they are doing things um, and when they are being creative. And so uh, we try to uh, give people as much opportunity to participate. So some people are much more con- uh, comfortable being uh, spectators at music events, but they're still they're dancing or or clicking their fingers or swaying or or something. So they are actively participating. But other people want to be much more active. They want to learn to play the ukulele. They want to learn to do a certain kind of dance. So we have different areas of the festival that offer them those opportunities for, you know, either intellectual expansion, they're going to learn about environmental initiatives, how to make a solar oven, for instance, or they're going to learn a particular kind of uh, West African dance, or uh, they're going to learn how to do uh, a certain kind of partner yoga, that kind of thing. Now, it's so refreshing to hear a festival talk about creativity and that still being so important because I think more and more, you know, festivals are worried about risk management. And and my fear is that people are losing that creative edge and spending so much time on the risk management. How do you guys handle that, that situation? Well, we do spend uh, a lot of time on risk management because we want to protect our people, obviously, and keep them safe and comfortable, and we want people to feel included. We want to be responsive to them. But um, if you're going to head that off at the path, one of the ways in which you can do it is by getting people involved. You know, when people are participating in a drum circle, they feel a sense of belonging because there's a common pulse that's created when everyone is drumming together. And I think that that um, sense of belonging uh, mitigates against the, um, you know, the sort of lack of resilience that people, people are talking about. Now, going carbon neutral, I mean, if people sit down and really think about that, I mean, it's quite an accomplishment. It, Obviously, your whole team is dedicated to that goal. Yes, we have been. And, um, you know, we, we, we didn't set out to uh, necessarily be carbon neutral, but uh, we measured everything and did all of our calculations for um, at least five years. And uh, so, um, so we got to the point where it was like, okay, well, this is it. This is um, as low as we can go right now. And... Um, and then we thought, okay, well, why don't we offset that? And so we picked a particular project that we that we uh, thought was really good for the earth and uh, offset it, and now we're carbon neutral. Marie Zimmerman, the executive director at the Hillside Festival in Guelph, is our guest back in just a minute with Feel on the Air. Festivals and Events Ontario supports a lively, engaged, and dedicated festival and events industry. Purchase your Festivals and Events Ontario membership today and get a team of people working to help you succeed. Here's just a few benefits that membership provides. Promotion, saving money, networking, industry awards, supplier discounts, communications, skills development, and so much more. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. 
Feel on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome back to Feel on the Air. Marie Zimmerman, the Executive Director at Hillside, is our guest. And Marie is doing a presentation at our conference in Richmond Hill, February 25th, 26th, and 27th. And her topic is going carbon neutral, well, get going. Marie, talk a little bit about your presentation and what people can expect to, to gain in that presentation. Well, I'm going to look at um, several green initiatives that we have introduced um, at Hillside over the years and um, how much um, we have saved in terms of carbon emissions as a result of those um, uh, those measures and those initiatives. And then I'm going to uh, uh, sort of ask everybody to do a kind of scan of their own festivals and events to sort of say, okay, well, where do you think you know, um, your, uh, your emissions are highest and how, what would you do in order to bring them down? And, uh, and then we're going to look at how it is that you go about measuring, um, things like transportation or hospitality or waste management, you know, uh, electricity, all of those things that you, you have to spend a lot of time measuring. And so I'll explain how you go about doing that. And this isn't an overnight process. I mean, people aren't going to come in, go to your presentation, and next year all of a sudden become carbon neutral. Can you explain the process? Uh, I know in the first segment you talked about for Hillside, who is very environmental, uh, it was a five-year process. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, so what you want to do is uh, create the baseline measure. Um, so, so what is your carbon footprint? And that takes a long time for you to determine. And um, you can't just do it one year and say this is what it is. You have to be able to replicate that the following year and the following year so that you know, okay, so, you know, what's the standard deviation from this number? And um, so you have a really good sense of what, what your footprint is. And so over five years, we we measured everything over and over and over again. Uh, people can become carbon neutral by just offsetting everything, um, but that's not the point. Um, you know, you have a moral obligation, I think, to reduce as much as possible, and that's how we've always felt, is that let's try and get this down. But we live in Canada, so transportation is one of those bugaboos that sort of dogs our heels. What do we do about transportation? Um, so we tried all sorts of different measures, which I'll talk about in my presentation, and we gradually got the number down to something that we could afford to offset. Now, somebody thinking of coming to your presentation, and let's say Festival A has absolutely no environmental aspect to their festival, but they want to get into it. Is it something mm-hmm. for the beginner rate through everybody's going to get a little piece out of it? Or should, should you already be engaged somehow in environmental protection? Or I think it's for, for um, all kinds of learners. You know, there, there are people, I, I mean, I can't imagine that there's a festival or event out there that isn't conscious of the fact that they need to reduce their carbon footprint. Um, but a lot of people don't know how and they don't know where to begin. And uh, so that's what the conference presentation is for. And somebody thinking of getting to that, like, like you just said, it's a process. How early in the process do you start thinking about this? Well, I would sort of say give yourself a three to five year lead time and sort of say, okay, um, uh, put it in your strategic plan. We want to get to this point where we can determine our carbon footprint. 
And then every single year, what you want to do is introduce uh, new green initiatives to bring that footprint down. And you have to measure it every time you do it. You introduce a new initiative. You have to measure it carefully to make sure it's having the effect that you want. So you guys have got your footprint down to zero. Where do you go from there? Like, what, what's the next step for Hillside? Well, you, yeah, you can't rest on <laughs> rest in this sort of glory. Um, you have to carbon offset every single year. So we are continuing measures every single year and going to try and keep getting it down. Um, and uh, whatever we end up with uh, in the years going forward, we will offset that, that amount. Um, you know, in an ideal world, we'd be able to be, you know, carbon negative. Um, that's... Yeah, that's not going to happen anytime soon with our transportation costs. And when you're when you're factoring in that transportation, are you factoring in people driving into Guelph, or is that all mm-hmm. a, a factor in the calculation? Yeah, so um, flights that artists take or visitors take, um, any kind of public transportation, and cars as well. So that's that's quite a uh, quite a feat. Yes, it is. Yeah. But I'll show you how to do it. I mean, you know, as long as you have a structure in place and a plan, then you can do this. Marie Zimmerman, the executive director at Hillside, is our guest. And we're talking about her going carbon neutral. Well, get going. And she'll be presenting at our conference in Richmond Hill, February 25th, 26th, and 27th. Back in just a minute with more Feel on the Air. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. Feo on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to Feo on the Air. Marie Zimmerman, the Executive Director at Hillside in Guelph, is our guest today. Marie, in, in our opening segment, we talked about Hillside and a summer festival, but you also have some stuff going on in the winter. Can you talk about your winter experience? Yeah, Hillside uh, Inside um, is a small urban uh, festival. It's uh, very edgy, focuses on uh, contemporary art, but we, we, you know, usually program what we uh, do at the summer festival, which is indie, um, indie music, uh, indigenous music, and world music. And uh, but we do it in all sorts of small and large uh, downtown venues in Guelph. And any uh, anybody you want to just highlight for that's happening this year coming up? Well, uh, the, we've got lots of things in the works. They just haven't confirmed yet, so I don't want to announce it, the whole thing. But uh, we do have um, uh, Donovan Woods on uh, Saturday, February eighth. Uh, who's perf- he's going to be performing at um, Royal City Church in Guelph on Quebec Street. And um, we also have Fred Penner doing a kids show uh, or you know adult show, depending on your perspective on this, uh, 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 the afternoon, 2 o'clock, uh, at that same church, Royal City Church in, in Guelph, 2 o'clock on uh, Saturday, February 8th. So if, if people want to w- watch for more announcements and more artists being announced for both your winter and summer festival, where should they look? Uh, they should go to our website. 
and that's hillsidefestival.ca. And what about if somebody wanted to get in touch with you directly to find out more about your carbon uh, neutral plans and, and how you got there? Um, they can email me at executivedirector at hillsidefestival.ca. Marie Zimmerman, the Executive Director at Hillside Festival in Guelph, has been our guest and will be our presenter at our conference coming up in February. Uh, if you want more information on Marie's presentation, go to feoconference.com, look under presenters, and uh, there's a lot more details and outcomes on there. Marie, we look forward to see, joining you for you joining us in Richmond Hill, and thank you for being part of FEO on the Air. Oh, thanks so much for your interest. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss further, please get in touch with us. We're always looking. You've been listening to FIO on the Air. Thanks for listening to FIO on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario. Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with FIO on the Air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the Air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca.